Today we go balls to the wall. That it's the wall. Welcome to game shows, I suppose. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Niche Podcast about the one thing that I know something about, game shows, I suppose. I'm your host, Jordan Haas. We have a fantastic episode today. Brandon Parsons will be stopping by to talk about the wall. Uh, you know, the wall, you know, you got to do the Chris Hardwick voice whenever we talk about the wall, because it's Chris Hardwick. Uh, also, LeBron James, but, uh, you know, it's just a cameo appearance from that guy. Uh, but before we get to the wall, we got to get through... The news. Well, as you might have guessed, uh, coronavirus still a thing, and uh, well, not a lot of shows are in development right now, so we're at a lull period for the first time in quite a while, to be honest. Uh, so we're gonna just go through some news that I just kind of found that's kind of game show related. Uh, all of this is courtesy of Game Show Newsnet. So, check out GameShowNewsNet.com for the news. Uh, Game Show Network is offering a free preview through April. Uh, Game Show Network has said it's offered distributors a free preview of the service through April, charging no additional license fee for incremental customers gained in that pyramid, uh, period. Game Show Network is offering family-friendly programming free preview and effort to support our clients at a time when more of their customers are at home and need entertainment, said Tim Carey. Uh, network representatives and affiliates had responded positively to the offer, and the network expects to gain about 10 million homes during the preview period. So, never seen a game show network before, and you're a cable or a satellite subscriber. This might be your chance. Uh, meanwhile, if you have Buzzer, which most of you do, because it's a free idiom channel, it's on Pluto, uh, they are taking a moment to say that because of state and local government recommendations, uh, the buzzer team is operating uh, remotely for the time being. They'll continue to broadcast daily and maintain a regular schedule, but now they're going to try and work from home through this. So that's uh, what's going on right now. That must mean not a lot of encoding going on. That means it's just going to be a lot of... Uh, Usual runs of, of, I don't know, concentration, maybe uh, some supermarket sweep, but I love Buzzer. Sometimes I just watch that because that's, uh, that's the default for me sometimes. Um, <clears throat> Michael Barrymore, uh, host of Strike It Lucky and Strike It Rich over in the UK, one of my favorite game shows from the UK, uh, tweeted this today. Uh you don't need the board game to join. Just go online when I go live, and I'll pick six at a time to play and keep going as long as I turn the cards over one by one. Stay safe, fella. Uh, Michael Barrymore is 
going to try and bring back the Strike It Lucky game. How about getting the old Strike It Lucky board game out, set it up, get the camera set up. I host it from home. You can all join in. I'll pick six couples, one to answer the questions and one to call the moves. All on Instagram Live. A few days to sort. Okay, X. It, it should be okay. It should be all white. Isn't that his catchphrase? All white? Oh, well. Uh, top, middle, or bottom. I love Strike It Lucky. I, I, it's just one of those small things uh, that might make us feel better <laughs> during this uh, horrific outbreak. Uh, stay home. Please, stay home. It's not a good time. Uh, so there's not a lot of game show news uh, because of a lot of, well, freeze-ups. Millionaires finished their wrap-up. They're going to air, I think, next week. So we should be okay. But uh, in terms of reality shows, uh, the Netflix made their announcements that uh, the reality shows are returning. Love is Blind's getting another pickup. I won't call that a game show. That's a reality competition show. Um, it's not even reality competition. It's really just a docu-reality. Um, and Rhythm and Flow is getting another season, which I loved. I told people last year I love Rhythm and Flow. That's one of the unsung classics of Netflix, and I do recommend it. So I'm glad that's getting picked up. Uh, Marie Kondo, of course, another docu-series. And also, no, surprise, surprise, The Circle Season 2 on Netflix coming soon. I am excited. I love The Circle. That is one of my favorite formats to come out in recent time. That uh, I'm really excited to see a Season 2 of everyone's favorite message, happy face emoji, happy face emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, best of luck to you, heart emoji, send show. Uh, and finally, Big Brother, Canada. They've been going on right now. Big Brother in the Canadians. And uh, bad news. No, not those ejections uh, that happened over the course of the week. I, I saw the social media. No, the show got canceled. They canceled Big Brother in Canada. They, the show's over. Uh, season eight has come to a premature end due to coronavirus. Uh, so, uh, Arissa Cox, has, host of the show, my favorite host of Big Brother. Uh, Big Brother Canada is a labor of love for so many, and even though it hurts to say goodbye to the season, it's the right thing to do, said Big Brother Canada host Arista Cox. On behalf of the incredible people who put the show together, thank you to everyone who started this journey with us. Please take care and be safe. There's no official winner of the season, so uh, but the details around the $100,000 price money will be revealed in the show's final episode. My guess is it's just going to split to all the remaining house guests and just push, 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 push. Uh, here is Insight Productions, the company that makes Big Brother in Canada, they had this. Insight is taking every precaution to keep our crew and house guests safe on Big Brother Canada while delivering programming to audiences across the country when they need it the most. The safety of the crew and house guests is paramount to Insight, and as such, we're taking every precaution which are healthy, set, and workplace. Many additional practices have been implemented, including not limited placing sanitizers at every entrance, daily professional cleaning, disinfection, edit suites, control rooms, studio spaces, and offices. Elimination of a live audience, adjusting the creative so that more staff can work from home, etc. Uh, according to the production crew, no house guests exhibited any symptoms of COVID-19, and there was no trace of the virus on the set of the reality show. So, as of currently, through global news, as of ten minutes ago, uh, this was three. This is March twenty-fourth, around seven o'clock. 
2,751 confirmed, uh, 27 deaths in Canada, and 112 in recovery. So uh, that's current in the numbers in Canada. Uh, hopefully, there could be uh, some sort of safety net. Uh, I, I'm not going to say cure. I'm going to say like a safety, like a, like a vaccine, uh, an antiviral, something to make it better. But what are you going to do? Oh, well, uh, let's start today's episode. wall was built to change lives and that's what it did i don't look today's episode deals with the wall the wall is one of the most fascinating game shows on television because it's one of those shows that clearly came from a past of game show that dark floor scary dark background sparkly light era of like the late 2000s millionaire style big money game show and as the series progressed has listened to its audience and has pretty much changed into while still being a dark set into a more brightly colored modern game show this is a game show that has been stuck in developmental hell for almost a decade at this point and while on appearance is trivia plinko more or less but inside it is a fascinating game about doubt about uh about trusting your partner and about essentially intuition there's a lot of depth in this game show that not a lot of game shows have where, for instance, it's the confidence between the partner outside of the wall and then the partner inside the wall. Outside the wall, trust their partner get the questions right based on the amount of balls and where it's located on the wall. Well, the person inside the wall has no clue what's been going on outside. So if guaranteed money in front of you, do you take it or do you tear it up for the unknown? That fear of the unknown that is a common place in a lot of game shows, rather that's deal or no deal, Rather, it's Jeopardy. Rather, it's The Price is Right. It is that uncertainty that makes game shows that much interesting. And is the finale to this game show. Where for many people, they see trivia and then they see a ball drop. This is a game where there's a bit of skill and a bit of luck and a bit of trivia knowledge necessary if you want to walk out of here with millions of dollars. In fact, you can win over $13 million dollars. And this is one of the first that introduced a brand new concept, which I'm going to call the uh, stunt producer. Now, I, I know what you're saying. Stunt producer, that means someone who produces stunt work. Uh, no, I'm putting this the same way I say stunt casting. When you see like a movie, like an animated movie, and then you see like Jack Black's the voice of, or you see 
uh, I don't know, uh, Justin Timberlake in the Trolls movies. You know, someone who's a big celebrity and they're lending their voice into an animated movie versus someone like, say, uh, Bob Bergen or Greg Sipes or Tara Strong. One of those stunt people. So when it comes to a game show, I have a laundry list of game show producers in mind. But this is a game show where one of the stunt producers is LeBron James. Now, he does lend a few insights into the show, but most of it falls into one man, Andrew Glassman, who has another weird record in the history of game shows. And we'll talk more about that in just a bit. So let's turn the tables. With me on the line is longtime friend, podcast guest, first-time guest from Game Shows, I suppose, besides Oko, uh, Brandon Parnes. Welcome back to Game Shows, I suppose. Hello, Jordan. How are you? It's been too long. It's been almost. It's been a little over it's, a year. Yeah, now. it's been over. A, it's almost as if we last time we spoke, we recorded something, kept it buried for a year, and then unearthed it, almost like a certain game show. <laughs> exactly i couldn't set it better uh, myself last time we spoke was like we were all speculating about press your luck and spin the wheel and all of these new game shows yeah and uh now they're all now they've all come and gone some of them are coming back some of them definitely won't so be. let's uh like before i guess we get into our big wall event because we're talking about the wall uh let's let's yeah. just go through like each of the game shows that we've seen yeah let's do what we Let's do what we were gonna do in in June, and then never happened. Uh, so first, press your luck. I uh see. Okay, I am not a like when I was younger. I watched all the classic game shows on GSN and whatnot, but I've never had a much of an affinity for the classic game shows as I do for like weird newer. So, so you were all about like holy moly then, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, we're not spoiling the surprise. Um. Uh, holy moly i kind of fine i just think they need uh, less uh, wipeouts and more uh diverse holes i think that's yeah but for me uh, and also i don't get into game semantics like and and i don't get game semantics they don't get into like uh like like really critical type of stuff if i like it i know i like it if i don't like it i know i don't like it it's pretty much pretty black and white you're black and white like it don't like it i'm in the semantics game that's what this whole podcast is a giant hour-long semantics argument uh so press your luck i'm guessing i i think what they did was great but it's not for you but and i'll watch it i'll watch it i'll watch some of the episodes coming up this summer but it's not like I'm like, oh my god, this is what I needed for the last 18 years. So, so you are you're I going against the game show fandom right now, Brandon. Don't say that. Don't say they're, they're go, gonna blow they're gonna get torches go and come to the studio. The I get I go against the game show fandom a lot, but I never I'm like Kevin Smith. You only hear hear me talk about the things that Hey I like. man, you wanna you know big Kevin Smith here, you know. I, I just love uh, talking about Batman all the time. Batman and Batman's uh, one of my favorite podcasts to do over on the I always like to talk about pi- pi- all the podcasts all the time and you know I've been hanging out with Jason Muse over in, in New Jersey and we've been shooting uh sequels to uh to Jan Silent Bob's re- reboot. It's available now, you can check it out. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, that <laughs> That is my really bad Kevin Smith. I only do like three impressions, yeah, and really we're bad. doing two of them today. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I like it's weird. Like I, what are some of the card game shows I've watched? Like I in Card Sharks. So so I I couldn't get through. A whole you know, Card Sharks is a race. Sharks. I don't think I could to be the first player to flip over all ten cards. Yeah, yeah. I love the original. Um, from what I watched of it, I love that Jim Perry. Uh, flipped over the cards. It, they lost me when uh, when they had the the dealers do it. I thought Joel should have done it, but I understand they need them closer to contestants and the way the set's so, set up. So not a fan of Alexis that, and uh, Jerry. It's too far away. I'm not. It's not that I'm not a fan of them. I think they're a fine addition. Just I wish Joel was actually oh, like he walks over to the stairs. We need this to be lower than a jack. And then he does the iconic flip instead, instead of Alexis or Jerry. Uh, I get it. Doing it. I, uh, then yeah. Uh, those okay. So those are the two uh, first first two revivals. Uh, Holy moly. Yeah. Holy moly. I thought was good. I haven't watched all of it, but I thought well, it was Steph good. Curry's in it. So it's kind of in a world where it's like a basketball yeah. themed episode. Yeah, and like uh, like I love Wipeout. I freaking love Wipeout. Like, you can find on Tubi TV, which is a free streaming service, you can find Wipeout Australia, Wipeout Canada, and Total Wipeout UK. I love uh, it. I've watched, I've watched both Wipe Canada and Australia. I still need to watch all of UK, but... Then there was... Uh, besides those, we had Few, Pyramid, Tell Truth. Uh, yeah. I think there was... They brought back Match Game again for the Summer Fun and Games lineup. Uh, yeah. I think. You know what I'm looking forward to that they haven't really talked about since, but that reel came up on C21 was a. Dope. I've seen. Uh, I can't spoil anything because of a non-disclosure agreement. I have seen good half of the episodes of Don't. I'm going awesome. to spoil. I'm. I'm not going to spoil it, anything. Do you, do you get a good? I don't want you to spoil anything, but did you get a good feeling from it? Is it fun? I. I will compare. I get it. I get it. I will, I get do you want me to equate it to a current game show? It's Hot Ones the Game Show. Exactly like Hot Ones the Game Show. Yeah. That same level of if you yeah. found joy in watching people eat spicy chicken wings while answering trivia questions, exact same with Don't. Do you have an idea on what's going to air? You can cut uh, all this out. But. No. I, originally, they were supposed to put out January. Like, it was supposed to be out right now. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's what I felt like. It's so it I'm going to guess they're going to put it on as a filler show if one of their, uh, like if Bachelor, after like Bachelor Winter Game or Summer Games premieres or after like if, after yeah. Millionaire or or Sweep, one of those. Yeah. Because um, ABC has yeah. every game show at this point. Yeah, they have every game show. And we're talking about one on NBC today. Like, and CBS, do you know how many CBS game shows has? Well. Zero. I don't think they have. No, I mean Prime Time. Survivor, I mean Prime Big Brother, Amazing Race, Love Island. But I mean like studio. Oh, studio-based game show. Game shows. Uh, like studio. Yeah, no. They only have deal and uh, Yeah, price. let's make. And the last time they did Price. Like in terms of like Prime Time 10 episode runs, that type of thing. Like every other network, I they still want a primetime. Let's make a deal. Last one, I, I am think still fighting was... for that right now. <laughs> yeah, I think the last one they had was Million Dollar Million Mile. Dollar Mile, uh, TKO. Yeah, um, TKO. Yeah, failed CBS obstacle course game shows. Both of them had obstacle courses. You're right. Uh, 
There yeah. was wait, it was a uh, I love an obstacle course. There was some dating too, not Love Island. Then there was it's like CBS I has have no like idea the on that one. it's supposed to be the Tiffany Company with all the reality shows that they have. And it's like yeah. I just think back to like CBS's primetime game show lineup. It's like Power of Ten and Winning Lines. And yeah, yeah, they've not had a huge winner. I think you know what? From what I can remember, I think we're they... about to see one. I mark Which my one? words. This is a prediction, and so far I have been right with my predictions. I don't know how. Yeah, Go mark ahead. my words, I don't know what folks. You're about to say. By the end of 2030. CBS will have not one but two successful primetime in studio game shows. Yeah. By the so end of 10 years. Give me I have a 10 years. year bet on this. Not like this yeah. year or next year, 10 years yeah. in studio. It's funny but like I like I said, I think the revivals that ABC is doing has been great, but I wish we could get some fresher formats. I mean like I got to think of all the original ideas so far. And I don't mind if they're UK or Australia or whatever adaptions. I don't like just something we have. Small fortune. We brought that up. Small fortune is a a unique format. I liked first and last. Yeah. I like first and last too. Um, Hey, NBC first and last revival. $50,000 top prize. You're done. Keep the games. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. Get like, do you know what I would love to see? I I kind of joked about this in the past, but I think like a good host for Small Fortune would be like Seth Meyers for for the uh, for the NBC run of Small Fortune. You, I could see that. I could see yeah, Seth Meyers hosting so. Small Fortune because he he kind of has like a little bit of a Dermot quality in terms of like how it could just be like like I don't know if you saw his stand up special Lobby Baby on Netflix, but I could totally get a Dermot vibe off of just him in a sweater. Very cash, kind of like nail, like you know how Dermot would put like his his like his elbows on the yes. little game table and be like on the edge of his seat watching the thing or like standing back with everybody else. I could totally you just want to see a little mini that. Seth Meyers figuring in the final round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, you mentioned which is a which it which isn't a bad which wouldn't be a bad if we're calling from the NBC family. You mentioned just speculating when it was first announced that maybe a Willie Geist yes. would be good, which I think Willie Geist would be good. I would love to see him host a game show for NBC, but I do like the idea of Seth Meyers doing yeah, Small yeah. Fortune. Hey, NBC, just uh, send me a DM to do first and last. <laughs> but I feel, I feel like they already shot it. Oh, they already filmed their... I mean, like, I, don't I think they probably what they did was they already did the casting in the summer, flew them out. Yeah shot it and now it's just been radio that's been a really new thing so. in the world of game shows uh i i, I should probably tell this to yeah. the audience because they might not know game shows are usually pre-recorded and they usually film like one to two days and that's it and you got like your your yeah. six to ten episode yeah. run but a lot of game shows have yeah. been casted they've already recorded and they just either haven't aired let alone been announced uh, for instance ultimate tag yeah. has been a fox show for a while and nothing came of it don't no, as we're speaking yeah no and word I, yeah yeah uh, exactly there was the um generation gap uh the uh the the jimmy kimmel yeah, generation gap adaptation. uh the uh the uh what what's that uh the the hustler with craig ferguson hustler with craig ferguson uh, yes. we're naming all these game shows that have been but announced like, I would and either love... hasn't been recorded or has been recorded and just oh, came of it or hasn't not been aired yeah and 
Do you know what I wish? I I would love to see some of these pilots that have been shot. Like I know Craig Ferguson did the time it takes the Joe Life yes. show. Um and everybody panned the time it takes so hard. I watched it. I found it kind of like funny. You know what it reminded me of? That's you know what, what it reminded I mean, me of? The I time it takes. Uh, have you ever seen the turkey version what? of Dollar is Second? Okay, so the no. Bob Eubanks Again, dollar a second. Watch, of, you like, can make as much money as possible, but if someone wins a jackpot on the slot machine, the game ends. That's it. That's basically yeah. the time it takes. It's you have. Yeah. Until this toast pops out of the toaster to answer as many questions as possible. Yeah. But uh, there, like I, I just like I don't, I don't mind revivals, but I'd love to see a revival. I think Millionaire might do it with Jimmy Kimmel, Millionaire. And they've already, yeah, which I, I like. I think Kimmel, until Seth Fires hosts Small Fortune, Kimmel is, I think, the only late night host other than James Corden who is a great game show host. He didn't get a good fair shake with uh, with Seth for Life. You know, I think he was very good on that show. But, but of course, he did Ben Which also ben makes Stein's sense, because if you think about the library, Celador did Ben Stein. They have Kimmel on record, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and Kimmel's a great host. And not just a talk show host, a late night host. He is a great host. I'm putting this into perspective if we're going into Kimmel. Is the thing that I think people love about the UK millionaire, yeah, it's Clarkson. But it's the ask the host, yeah. ask Jeremy Clarkson lifeline that makes it more fun. Yeah. And people already have that preconceived but notion I think it's of also who everything. he is because his travel as a journalist and cars. Yeah. But now it's now yeah. if it's a celebrity pop but culture I, or a sports question, especially sports, because that's Kimmel's like forte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think it's I think with the UK millionaire, it's the set. It's because uh, we haven't seen fastest singer. I don't know if they're going to do fast thing, finger first. I hope they do. Uh, but we haven't seen that since Regis. We have not. not yeah, Mer- Meredith Yerer's version and syndication just dropped out of that. Also, also the yeah. hot seat is probably going to return too. The- yeah, the Australian <laughs> format. No, God, no. Just the chair. I just want the chair <laughs> no. to sit in the chair. Oh, just the Watch chair. Watch them sweat the out when they're the like Australian debating format. to risk a hundred grand. Yeah. yeah, the actual chair. Yeah, they should. They should have a chair. They should have you a freaking chair. Just sit them in the chair, and you give them time. You don't like put time yeah. crunch. And, but but they're they're gonna do it like it's gonna be a celebrity and a friend. And didn't they do that like towards the end of Terrence run they on did, Millionaire? And that was with also the timer on it too, which is also my big. So if 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 you take the timer out, keep that format just do it the same way but not the yes, same way do you know what i mean you would have a hit like do clarkson clarkson style millionaire you're here with so-and-so but from the, the bachelor style with the but uh, uh just the only thing from the tarrant is the celebrity and the friend just mix those two together yeah i like hit. it uh yeah of course so we got uh leslie jones doing i'm excited for I, I love sweep <laughs> i think that's gonna a big be a fan I think that's going to be good. I want to see Stop Shop. You and Cindy. You and Cindy Seidelman of Game Show Gumbo Cast. Yeah, I would like to see... uh, I like Shop 2E Drop. Now, do you want it to be a shopping mall or a warehouse? Oh, it's got to be Because I I made the pitch for warehouse, but only if it is themed around online shopping. You want the shopping mall. Uh, No, make it like... Do you know what you got to make it like? Not like... It would be really cool. And like 
outdoor shopping oh, mall. Oh, like, like the Americana brand. Like, America's shopping mall. Sure. Oh, you got to go to America brand memes. But, like, like film it, like, fil- film it outdoors, like, at an actual shopping mall. Like, get, like, close out a parking lot, put up bleachers, Slime Time Live style it, and, like, have them run around an actual shopping mall. An actual like, I like that. Shopping. Uh, what uh, what other game shows have we uh, uh we spin spin the yet. wheel, yeah. which I guess we'll do some other time. Yeah, we'll do. This will be the That's sequel the episode. Sequel episode. The sequel Dax Shepard, uh, Justin Timberlake, friend of the show. It's been, yeah. Uh, um, and uh, I guess we can. We'll probably spin that into this episode too. Uh, and then like Alan's game of games bit. returned. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good game show. I haven't watched all the episodes, but I twenty five words good. or less. That's a new. That's an original format. Yeah, but it's it's so it's so like get a clue tech. as well. Uh, game show. Common knowledge. Uh, America says. Uh, <laughs> uh, I already said Hot Ones in the Misery Index I, on True TV. Um, I I do Hot like Ones, Hot the game ones. show. I watched Hot Ones last week. I'm a huge Hot Ones fan in general. And Hot Ones, the game show, made me very happy when they announced it. And then the show was actually pretty good itself. I love Hot Ones. I do not want to be a contestant on Hot Ones, the game show. (laughs) Oh, no. Me neither. Me neither. I I do an eat-along, but I I only use, like, buffalo wings and I mean, Sriracha is pretty good. Like, every every, uh, week that they have a Hot Ones guest I like, I get wings, and I eat along. I get 10 wings. I put sriracha on. I get buffalo wings, so they're already a little spicy. I put sriracha on like three out of the ten wings, and I just watch and eat a lot. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Sean Evans. I know you're listening to this. You're a big fan of game shows. I know you're a big fan of game shows. You listen to to my review. Why don't you you and the Complex Media team and First We Feast send over a kind gift basket of hot sauces? I want to try the last dab. Give me the last dab. I do not. I will be willing. I'm willing to take the last I dab. <laughs> I, but I'm saving my energy up to being somewhat As, mildly popular into a point where I have a movie or TV show to promote. So I end up on the gauntlet. <laughs> I don't want game show. I want yeah. the gauntlet. <laughs> yes. And, and and also make sure you have the history of last dabs. That's my gimmick. I want the history of last dabs. Five dabs mm. all in one wing. Bring it on. I'm not yeah. doing that whole take a shot of yeah. hot sauce and play pyramid. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know some of those questions. Uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, I think that's most of the new game yeah. shows. I'm, I'm going by original formats though, because a lot yeah, of them were right, reboots. So. Yeah, revivals and whatnot. And, and you know, what? I think that's right. You know, maybe that's yeah. why you like a lot of original ideas. I'm going to call them originals, not reboots. It's because yeah. it's you're putting. Yeah. You don't have any preconceived notions of what that game show would be because it's a reboot. Yeah. And two, because it's an original idea, yeah. original format point, it offers up a unique experience. It's like the first time you've ever seen this, ever been played. Yeah, or at least, or even if it's an adaptation of a show from abroad, how do we do it? How does it sound with American? Yeah, that's accents? like the middle of the road between reboot and originally. Like, like when you fir- when I first saw first and last, yeah, but for me, I was I, like, that, oh, this I, is going to be so dumb. And then yeah. it's like, actually, it's very clever. I love the tag game. I love the it's so. Yeah, but oh, there's one more that I thought of, and that's uh the USA version of. Cannonball. Oh, that's coming up with Miz, the Miz, with the Miz, Mike yes. Mizanin, WWE superstar and former WWE champion. 
I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that, the, Miz, the Miz hosting Cannonball. But, like, even though it's obviously just a wipeout ripoff, um, I miss wipeout. So anything that fills a wipeout void, I to will me, take. To me, I think it's Cannonball was, like, last seen in the UK, like, what, three years ago, four years ago? Yeah. The, to yeah, me, I think, well, the American version might take some of the games, but I'm guessing they're going to change the format a bit and make it a little... Because yeah, the original they was will. so dull. Folks, the UK version was very dull, in my mind. It was just it was yeah, kind of like was. they fall... Imagine people just jumping off a cliff into water, and that's the joke. Yeah. Yeah, jumping off things and then switching between That's things. it. Now, I'm pretty sure this one will probably be like, now, if they yeah. go into this ring at three points, two, or is this one... Whoever scores the lowest is out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they had like eight different hosts in the UK version. <laughs> Okay, well, five. But they only have, I think, three in the U.S. And, uh, and speaking of game shows, which I started watching uh, the other day, uh, re-watching is uh, on, the, uh, on USA. You can watch it on the USA app uh, and the NBC app because NBC has USA content. Is uh, the Big Star Little Star. The American that is version such of a Star great Little show. Star that aired like in 2016. And the U.S. version from 2016... That's a fun little show that nobody Big knows Star about. Little Star, do you want to tell people about it? Because it's uh, it's basically the newlywed game with parents it, and, and kids. It's a game show. Like that is one of those. Like I want to write that down mm-hmm. so I don't forget to talk about that USA version. I found that to be the one of the best yeah. like Americanized formats. Yeah, and I and it was such like a sweet hearted like kind show, and it was like one of the, yeah. I got yeah. to say like I one of the most wholesome game There's shows. No drama. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. I will say that's not wholesome, and it's not a traditional. It's a reality show, reality comp. But do you know what I loved? I freaking loved, and I did not expect the tiny games, the circle. Brand, I'm, I wish I can give you like a big high five here because that is my favorite game, like reality show. That is, like... it was so. I I watched it. I was up one night in like at like two in the morning. By three in the morning, I, I started watching the first episode. I finished it at nine thirty the same day at night. I took some it's, breaks in between. I love it because there is that is that at first it's like solitary because isolation. It's, but it's yeah, but what it's great about it for me, I hate. There's no drama in that show. There is. I don't none. mind. Yeah, like like there's tension. Is, are they really who they are? Is Brandon really who he is? Moments. I don't believe Brandon who he. I'm just seeing this profile pic. There's there's tension, <laughs> but there's no there's no inner conflict. There isn't. There's no people pushing each other. Or I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. No, you're there to make friends. Because if you don't make friends, yeah. you do not win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like like as much as I want to get into a Big Brother or a Survivor, one I'm not going to because there's too many seasons. Um and two, it's just too. There's so much freaking drama, and here it's like those type of shows, but there's no and great drama. casting, great content. I was rooting for everyone. Great I was casting, everyone there. And 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 now I want to go back and watch the UK version. I've never seen okay. it before. I started Season one, it. different format rules. Uh, that's where they find out catfishing's yeah, a real I idea. That. Season two, really great season. Yeah. There's like this Robin Williams kind of contestant. Yeah. I, he, he brought his cat. Yeah. That was the thing he brought. I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a little, little tiny, tiny piece. Like, yeah, no, I love it because it's, it's like fun. almost like That's, the mole too. But I'm giving it. I'm, I'm breathing. I'm breathing because I. This was when did I watch? 
because I keep a TV log for those who don't know. I watch it. I log every episode of television I watch. Um, I watch The Circle on Monday, January, uh, right, February so 10th. Re- I finished it in one day. So I'm giving it some time to breathe because I loved it so much and I didn't want to jump into the UK version and have the US version. Not ruined for me, but just the uh, excitement. I am not going to tell you who won The Circle US. I, I... I already... Oh, I already know who won the circle, but I, I do know who won the first season of the UK circle. I don't know who won the I'm not going to tell you. I'm actually not going to tell you that, but I will tell you. I don't you, want you to. The right person won. I don't won. want you to. And I think that's also the best part about the show is the right person always wins. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And it's that so mole good. aspect. I also like that mole because there's people I, taking notes like, what did you say yeah, I, on the I Monday? The and then I'm going to bring that up and ask so. a question if I get you. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching a little bit of the John Kelly season five mole, US ABC, but I I I think most of the episodes are on YouTube, so I'm gonna watch it's, all. It's such a fun. There's so much game. But do you know what I also love? Do you know what I watched uh, back in 2018 and I fell in love with? And I wish somebody re- re- would reboot it, even though some people like other versions of it better. I loved Justin Timberlake's first crack. At executive producing a game show. I'm the operator. This is the phone. If you want to win $50,000, press one now. I loved the phone so much. I remember I was on the Something Awful message boards when the phone premiered. And there was a whole thread about one of the goons at Something Awful being a contestant on the show in the Seattle episode. And he was the one that was like attached to the space and had to go around to grab a flag. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I I wish I could find the Australian version. The Australian version it's is t- no it's, way. These are all tough to find shows, and I love the phone. I love yeah. the action sequences they try to go with. Um, I think I I just I just love that show, and I, I like. Here's the problem: I watch these shows, and sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short. In how many episodes there are, and then when they're gone, I want to try and find a show like it, and I never can. Um, but like with the first time I was on the show and we'll, we will get to the wall, <laughs> yeah. we will get to the wall, but we're also catching up. We haven't, we haven't talked in a while. Um, but the first episode I did, the only episode I've done from this one was endurance. I loved endurance. The, uh, the discovery kids, JD Roth joint. Um, I loved endurance. I can't find a show that meets it. The closest thing I can find, and I can't believe I'm saying this, and not even that much that close, but the only show that that holds a torch to endurance in terms of how much I enjoyed it was Total Drama Island. Okay, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say like MTV The Challenge or something. No drama. If you think if you, I've never seen it, but I just know from watching MTV promos. If you think that Big Brother and Survivor is dramatic, oh, turn your television. Well, PJ Lavin is there to let you know it's all about heart and courage. No, Speaking of MTV, no. Brandon, <laughs> Chris Hardwick yeah. got his start hosting two game shows on MTV. Okay. Single Out, which we've discussed yes, with Leslie Lee the Third, and other is my least favorite game show of yeah, all time. Uh, I hate it with a huge passion. MTV is trashed. Yeah, you know who's on that show? That uh. I wrote this as a joke one time on Twitter. I didn't get anything, but Doug Benson Doug was Benson, a writer and performer yes, uh... on on Trash. And I wrote on Twitter years ago 
around the time, right before I started watching The Phone, uh, I wrote, MTV's The Phone, but Doug Benson is the operator. <laughs> he he. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Sorry, That'd I'm just high right now. Like, Sorry. <laughs> you know, he'd be like, uh, you have two minutes to deactivate the bomb. Bye. Also, Brian Poissane, by the way, was also untrashed. <laughs> Brian Bosain, a, a Joel Hogson of, of MST3K was a writer. Dave Dave, Dave Buber, uh, who was a uh, uh, what was his name, Mr. Yes. Quest on Nezzy Classified School Survival. Yeah, but guy. we know, but it's still an awful show because haha, we're breaking your shed and like personal things and have sentimental value to you. There's only like two episodes on the internet. Well, Hardwick so is just I, screaming I, at I you care. like we're breaking your shit. Oh, you loser! We're yeah. breaking it. Nah, nah. Now here's a Simpsons chessboard, and do com- some community service. Okay, then. Um, yeah. And then he w- wound up in a spiraling outward career with things like Shipmates. Uh, yes. Then he had, and then he actually had to enter rehab because he had a bit drinking problem. Uh, g- became sober. Yeah. G- wound up hosting yeah. Wired Science on PBS, being a correspondent on Attack uh-huh. of the Show. For, for gadgets. Uh-huh. And doing web soup, which led to Nerdist being founded. Yeah, Nerdist was founded around and the same time. that sparked yeah. his revival career. And that's yeah. when he became host of all the Talking Deads and Breaking Bad recaps. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then The Wall came along in October And that's where we lead to. We're starting with Chris Hardwick. And LeBron yeah. James, which I people need, need to remember, James. Cleveland's own LeBron James, Akron, Ohio. LeBron James, yeah. Uh, LeBron James, executive producer of the Wall, and uh, and they promoted the Wall. I think they send out promotional items. It's green basketballs with the Wall logo on. <laughs> but the balls on the show aren't basketballs, by the way. But yeah, like no, that was like clever. No, though. they're not. Yeah, it was very clever. I wish I Someone had Someone sent over a, a, cool. a basketball with the wall logo on it. Uh, it's him. So it's Hardwick, yeah. LeBron, uh, yeah. Andrew Glassman. And, and yeah, Andrew Glassman created uh, the show. And uh, Maverick Carter. Those are Maverick the, Carter, the four, yes. I believe. Yeah. Uh, LeBron and Maverick own Spring Hill Entertainment, which is one of the production companies on the show. It's LeBron's production company. He does a lot of uh, stuff. They're, with that. they're the, the team behind the Space Jam Two. And... That's all you need to know. Yes, they're exactly. Space Jam Two. All all roast Lisa game shows. And the wall. Uh, yeah. Um, but I don't know why I like like I know why I like the wall, but I can't describe why I like. I like the wall because well, it was a Chris Hardwick friend game show. I was a huge Chris Hardwick uh, like fan at the time. I'm not saying I'm not now. But after the allegations, they kind of had to reassess. Um, he got. Uh, I, I stand with Chloe Dykstra. And that's as much as I want to discuss there. it. I stand with Chloe Dykstra. I believe her. And I stand yeah. indifferently. I stand indifferently because I really. Because I just don't want to get it's into it. It's the horrific but, uh, thing, but I still want to do my Chris Hardwick impression because I have spent seven yeah. years but, perfecting Hardwick <laughs> for it to go down with a shitter like yeah. this. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like. It is what it is. He hosted the show. We'll see it, and then it will probably not come back. And if it does, he might host it. They might find a new host. They might tweak the format. Who knows? But they're going to burn off season three in starting March 16th, which I'm looking forward to because I, I just love this show, no matter who's hosting it, as we can as we could tell from uh, the international. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the two international versions. Uh, 
in English language. I mean, yeah. I'll, oh, man, I'll, I you know what? I'll go into it. Chris Hardwick is the host and executive producer of the show. Um, it is executive yeah. produced by LeBron James. Uh, he knows Maverick Carter. Uh, they came up with the idea of the wall, uh, which everyone always says is a ripoff of Plinko. Is a ripoff of Plinko, and it's the bean count machine that, that's supposed to be the odds of probability of where you drop a ball. Yeah, Pachinko. Yeah, Pachinko. Uh, and Glassman is no stranger to the role of game shows. Uh, besides Spin the Wheel, which was his last game show format, he was also behind National Bingo Night in Bingo America. So his, I, his basically his aesthetic is big studio with Balls. a big object and luck. And that's a ball. That's a ball. Bingo balls, wall balls, spin the wheel ball. Uh, and then ran, and then it has to have a luck element, and that's it. Uh, oh, and of course, uh, Battle. Who of the can't Network forget stars. Battle Network Stars? The, 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 filmed. At, returned at Pepperdine University in Malibu, California. With no audience. And it was overcast in all the episodes. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, hey, if it gave us anything, if Battle of the Network stuff... You know what? Let's forget talking about the wall. Let's just talk about general <laughs> no, stuff. No, we're talking the wall. Uh, uh, bring me back later. Uh, so, if Battle of the Network Star 2017 gave us anything, anything at all, it's the brilliance of Joe Tessitore on Holy Moly with Rob Yes, because he has that... Do I call... He has a great voice. He has a great delivery. I call him Joe Testosterone because I didn't know how to pronounce his last name all those many years ago when I first saw him. And uh, But he is a, a great sportscaster. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, so, I guess now I can gotta go through the entirety of what is the wall. Uh, LeBron James's yeah. fun game show, The Wall, which we are here for, uh, which has been f- in all sorts of countries, France, Australia, the UK with uh, Danny Dwyer. Danny Dyer, I'm Danny Dyer. I'm Danny, here to tell Danny. you if you could make a risk, if you could take that jump, that one opportunity to make a jump, would you risk it all to make that jump? Would you? <laughs> and Axel Whitehead, who did it in Australia, who's just so relaxed. He is the chillest host. Did you notice that? He is so uh, he's so relaxed, but yet so endearing, and his name couldn't be more Australian. Axel Whitehead. Uh, I believe, if uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he also ended up. Uh, no, I was wrong. I, I was going to say I thought he was the one who's in doing Game of Games. I think that's someone else. Um, Grant, no, that's, that's Grant right. Danger. Grant Danger. Your thing would have been good, but uh, two in, two, two interject for the wall. Axel Whitehead. <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean compared to Axel Whitehead, who really, also a uh, Marco really well. uh, Rigel is I doing wish... the the Mundo version currently as we speak. Telmundo, yes. Uh, yes. So the whole gimmick of this but show, the speaking. whole gimmick is it's Plinko, where they throw a shitload of money at you. Yeah, shitload of money and. Uh, you got to you and it's a two player team. And if and most and game shows they, only give you one chance at a million dollars. This is the only game show that gives you ten chances. Yeah. And I'm putting that in here. At one million dollars. Put that in air quotes. Uh so uh it is played through three rounds. We are introduced to a couple and they're always someone that uh is deserving, you know, uh first responders, teachers, uh yeah. heroes in their in their uh and the, the the people who saved their lives, 
Uh, and we're introduced, and we're like, yeah, that's great. You bring kindness and joy to the world. So we're going to treat you by playing a game show where you're going to lose millions of dollars in a fraction of a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. E- exactly, which is something I just gloss over. I am the one that's like, you know, uh, this is just dangling I mean, something I that care. is non-existent. Like, I want people... I want people to win money who do good things for other people. Yes, that's great. But in terms of the actual, like, gameplay of it, like, I just want a fun game show. And even if they lose at the end, it was It's a, a fun game, game show. show. It's played through three rounds. In the first round, they're played as a team. They get to work together. And it's my favorite round. It is called Free Fall. In Free Fall, uh, Free Fall. they have a giant Plinko board. Uh, and I mean big because it's 40 feet tall. Oh, they like to say four stories. Um, yeah. And yeah. they put three giant, I would say if I had to compare it to anything, probably like a big beach ball kind of sized. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a beach ball. Like so. it's bigger than a basketball, bigger than a volley. It's really big. Yeah. <laughs> but not but humongous. humongous. Like it not is. Uh, it's, it's a good size ball. It's like, eh the size of like an yeah, then you know that's exactly it and then they put three of them on one of seven slots instead of plinko where you can just move around it's in yeah. little tubes marked one through seven yeah uh, and they put three balls yeah and they do it it's one five and seven. Yeah, one five and seven the far left far right and right in the center you you consider what you think about that um and they get to do my favorite thing which is they get to ask a b questions and it's very fast yeah. because they are. They get told like, uh, which one is the mouse, Tom or Jerry? They get told, the, and then boom, balls fall. They have to answer before the the uh, the balls hit the money. Before they enter, like once they enter one of the uh, slots on the bottom, they're locked in. They have to lock in before that. But if they don't, they're locked in. Once and it's a, the money and it's, it's no time. It's like five seconds. It could be two seconds. So you really have to lock in very fast. Yeah. Uh, yes. And the thing is, you can change your answer. Even though you can lock in, you can switch out before that ball like falls in the slot. Uh, yeah. And it's an AB. So it's one. It's two possible answers. If you're right, all of the money of the three balls gets added to your uh, wall. Quote unquote, the wall. So the center of slot. Yeah. Is twenty five thousand uh, dollars, and then there's different amounts like ten thousand, twenty thousand, five thousand, one dollar, ten dollars, and a hundred dollars. Uh, after five questions, and this is important because it's the only time there's actual stakes in the game in my mind. You need to have at least one dollar. Yeah. If you do not have a dollar, yes, you don't get to play. You don't get to and play. And in the American version, yeah. they let everyone play, essentially. they Because they're just going to wipe out the contestant and just say, hey, now you're a contestant soon. In the UK version, which I have seen, yeah, they really just like, no, you're done. Yes. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think if, if anybody in the American version uh, gets zero, they just don't air the freaking episode. They'll just give you the contract at zero dollars. Right? No, no, they, they, they will. Just, they really do knock you out. Yeah, they, yeah, in the American version, they just don't air that part of the show. They just go, they okay, we'll get the alternate out now. I'm assuming. Yeah, and then they'll just air that episode. Uh, and then they get to start the game, which becomes the real version of The Wall, which we all seem to know and love, where the couple gets to split. One has to stay on stage, and the other has to go into isolation behind the wall. And Ooh, Set for Life. It is much? the guardian angel of Set for Life, but inside the wall. <laughs> Which is my favorite mechanics of 
and better, and I think it's a better use. That, of it, that it is a format point that hasn't been used in a lot of ga- other game shows. The you can walk away right now in secret. It's the second chance. If you screw up, you have a second chance to make money, and that is that isolation booth. But unfortunately, that isolation yeah. booth is also the only person that answers questions. So not only is it set for life in the form of the guardian angel, it also has another yeah. format point which is rarely used. And I like to call it the separation anxiety parable. If you ever see yes. the game show Separation, yeah, separation anxiety, anxiety, which is aired on, I believe, TBS. I TBS. I bought it at the beginning of this year. I love that Amazon. game show. It is such a silly. It's a pretty good game show. The format show. of that is basically some a couple of things that are on like a really shit internet game show for like like a thousand bucks. Yeah. And then it's on, but the catch yeah. is that they're both going to play a game show. So they're both going to be contestants. What they don't know is one is actually going to be in a game in the TV studio, and they're actually going to be playing Separation Anxiety, where they're in control of their partner's game. They get to pick all the categories, and most importantly of all, at the midway point of the game, they get to pull the plug, and they can actually literally just say, "I'm done." And the game ends right then and there, even though this one contestant in his really rinky-dink internet studio thinks they're the only contestant and they're going to decide if they want to quit or not. The catch is they're thinking they're playing for a small change, $100 to $250 to 500 bucks. But they, but in the studio, it's no. That's a hundred thousand dollars. That's a quarter million dollars. Are you sure you want to risk it? And it just becomes this real like, don't you get this wrong? No, no, no. So it's that separation anxiety parable of I'm controlling the the fate of my partner, but at the same time, playing into the guardian angel aspect of set for life. To game shows that I were one season wonders, but had core game mechanics that made the wall what it is, and why I do not think mm-hmm. you should compare it to Plinko. If you just say it's Plinko and yeah. it's trivia, yeah, but it's so much it's more. So much it's more. strategizing. So in round two, there's a quarter million dollars on the line per ball. There's like a slot that has a quarter million dollars. That's a lot of money. I would want that. And then there's other amounts, 150,000, 100,000, 50,000, 25,000, 10. The usual game show amounts. But in addition to 110 and $100, they get what two free balls. They get two free green balls, which are free money for them. But at the end of the round, there's going to be two red balls, which will deduct from the player's score. Wherever they choose to play, those two green balls will be where the red balls are played. So a bit strategizing. Do you really want to take the big risk and put it at six and seven, knowing it's closer to the big money? Or do you just want a free shot and just go at one or two or any variation thereof? And then the secret to the game is three white balls, which are determined by questions in the game. If your partner can get those questions right, those white balls become green, and that's money. But if it's wrong, it's red balls, and they lose the money. Then you have fate. You get to see the three possible answers to the question. Because of those three possible answers, you can place that white ball into any of the seven slots based on how confident you are in your partner in figuring out the question and getting it right. The second question of the round could be doubled up. A sort of lifeline, if you will, where instead of playing for one bounce of the ball, it's two bounces of the ball. And the third question in final of the round is a is a triple up, which is three 
balls, or you can still play with the single. It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> if they are, so it becomes a matter of questions. So, for instance, you might see uh, Valentine's Day, Christmas, Halloween, and then it's like I don't know. I know holidays. Uh, I'm gonna put it on five because I know my partner really loves Christmas. And then you'll get the question, and then it's something like, uh, according to uh, this chocolate company, what holiday gives the most candy? A, Valentine's Day, B, Christmas, C, Halloween. And we should mention that it's not Chris Hardwick reading the questions. It's some very deep announcer voice of God yes, type. Yes, it's the, uh, the announcer of the show is doing it, I believe. I gotta figure out who was that voice at the wall. I have the. I'm gonna. Just, and then if they get to play it, and the thing is, the person in the. It's not the person on stage that gets to answer that question. It's a person in isolation that has to answer that question. They have no idea what's going on outside. They don't know what the wall is, if it's big money, little money. They don't even know if they're right or wrong on any of these questions. Mm -hmm. Which leads to a, a big fun part at the end. Uh, so. Yes. Do, 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 do. Uh, so they get to explain their answer and then they'll be like, oh, I love chocolate, but I don't know this. Uh, I haven't had chocolate in like five years. Uh, I'm going to go B. Yep. To which then Hardwick gets to uh, answer, like respond to the question like, well, you said B. Now uh, you say Christmas, but, um, you know, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. It was A. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then after three questions, they do the two red balls and then we cut to the next commercial break. Then we go into round three, which is the main game of the wall. I would say, why is it the main game? Yeah. One billion dollars, million bucks. Uh -huh. And we're not kidding. We're, they're throwing money there because the other big money, 500,000, 400,000, 300,000, 200,000, 100,000, 50,000 dollars. And then of course the one tens and one hundred dollars yeah. still there. Which means you get four free green balls. That's four free chances at a million dollars. Keep in mind the four red balls at the end, but shh yeah. on that. Then you get three chances with questions. If you single, double, and triple that, that's one ball, two ball, three ball. Six white balls could be six green balls. That's six million dollars up for grabs in addition to the four million. So that's ten million dollars you can win on this version of Plinko, I guess you can call it that if you wish, because you, you can't figure out basic mechanics and games. I understand. Um, and then it's still, but now instead of three possible answers, it's four. And I would say even the level of questions have gotten even more uh, steep, shall we say. Uh, yeah. It becomes more challenging. I don't say these questions aren't like the most like million dollar questions on who wants to be a millionaire. But I would say it's one of those, no. it's really just you know it or you don't kind of questions. Like, uh, yeah. Like, what is the name of the one eyed minion from the Despicable Me franchise? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but if you're a fan of Despicable Me, you would know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's also, I should point out, the questions on the show, they're all videos. They have videos, there's like some, some public domain yeah, footage yeah, yeah, or stuff. film stock footage music yeah. and then the questions right or a viral video 
yeah uh, and it's displayed on the wall it's it's not like just like plastic there is like an led screen that shows everything uh with a million dollars on the line per question that makes every question a million dollar question in the final round mm. And the risk could be even bigger because if imagine, if you will, you are so confident, you put it all on the farthest right because it's a confidence game, one through seven, and then you decide to triple up because you're that confident in your partner's answer that they get it right. Mm. That's possible three million dollars, or if you had yeah. one, or if you had like maybe five hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, because the money kept building up, they went all three, and it's wrong. You could be losing a load of money at the same time. Yeah. Uh, what makes this really fun is after those questions are asked, before they even get to the four red balls, by the way, is the contract. The big twist. Yes. Also, the only sticker twist situation. Right before we go to the four red balls, Chris Hardwick decides to offer a contract by bringing it up in one of those tubes, those old timey tubes into the isolation pod where the partner sees a contract. The contract states if they sign the contract, they are guaranteed the amount they have in free fall plus $20,000 for every correct answer they got. They don't know what how many correct answers they got, by the way. They only know what questions were asked. So an option of $120,000 potentially plus free fall, or if you're risky, you can tear up the contract Rip it to shreds, lose that guarantee money, and you'll take home whatever was on the wall bank at the end of the game. The person in isolation has no idea what has been won or lost on the wall. They only know what they had in the contract at the time of free fall. So all they can see is like maybe they got like $40,000, $30,000, and they're just going like, well, I was really confident in that movie question, and... I mean, like, I know my daughter really loves that band. I have to get that one right. And then they start talking it out. And this is the part of the show where it is very emotional in that isolation pod. Uh, yes. And that's the part I like is not only are they debating the amount of money in their head and what that money means to them, because a lot of these people really do need money. It is also that, well, I got that right. And I'm sure I got that right. But I don't know. And this is tough. And they're crying a lot of them do break down in that isolation pod yeah to which then they get to leave the pod chris harvick goes hey how's it going you know uh we had a lot of fun here we dropped four balls uh you lost about three million dollars at one point should point that out also did you know like uh geely was with jennifer lopez you know that was kind of a fun movie uh you know and, and just, like, point out, like, all these mistakes. Anyway, uh, so you got, like, three right. Yeah. That's uh, $6,000. Uh, you know, that's $6,000. Uh, plus your free fall amount. That means if you sign the contract, uh, that's, like, $120,000. Uh, I'll let you uh, talk with your partner right here. And then we call it the contract ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're saying all the things that right, happened in the show. The, you know how this goes. Then you get the contract ceremony, almost typical of like a bachelor season of, I was there and whatever you choose, I know you made the right choice. I just want to let you know at one point we had $2 million and uh, whatever you may decide, honey, I love you and I'm with you whatever you chose. And then you have the person in isolation pod. Oh, I, I was so tough in there and I was worrying about our kids and I did not know because this money is not just for us. It's for not just our family either. It's for our community. And this is so much money and I had to sign the contract. 
or I didn't sign the contract, and you see like Chris Hardwick pull it out and then <laughs> drop the torn contract onto the floor, and then it gets to yeah. the honey, we lost everything. We made a hundred thousand dollars, or even worse, honey, we had one point eight million dollars, and that has happened yeah. so many times too, where it is more than a million bucks. Like this is like one point eight million, one point six, uh, and they leave with like sixty-eight. It's just like. And then you see Hardwick go, no, oh no! Yeah, I'm so sorry. But you're with $68,000. I mean, not in the world. It's only in the world yeah. if they don't get any money. That's not jump change. Which yeah. I will say uh, is in my other note I have on this show is there's four possible outcomes on the wall. Uh, yeah. More money, the big money on the wall, contract sign. Yeah. And it was less money. Yeah. Big money yeah. on the wall, contract sign. Uh, contract not signed, you win the big money. Second, you lose everything on the wall. Yeah. Contract signed, you get the money. No money on the wall. Contract signed, uh, you you win some money. Or or the rare case because this has happened, the contract had more yeah. money than the wall money. Money than the wall. Yeah. And I and then sometimes you get a really nice sweet spot where like on the wall is like somewhere around maybe like. 136,000 and then like 136,742 and then the uh the the like the wall or the contract whatever I didn't say is like just like a thousand dollars less or more where you like just have this really nice sweet spot and that's happened once or twice where like either way you're still leaving with pretty much the same amount of money which is always really nice to see. And when that's the case, Hardwick is at his best as a host because now he's not doing dramatic. He's going like, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> you get you get you get pretty much the same amount of money. You don't have to worry about a thing. You just get to enjoy this moment because you're going to walk away with a great but amount." But I of still money. have to play host. So hang on a second. Uh, hey, uh, how was it in there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and it lasted two seasons to the point of, and then it fizzled. Yeah, uh, season three is Harry, and apparently there's a um, new format point called the Super Drop. Before the recording, yes. I, I kind of like, what do you think the Super Drop is, right? And what do you think Super Drop is? I think it's either instead of or in addition to the third round, not third round, but the third question of each of the second and third rounds. It's either instead of the triple up, or it's in addition to the triple up, or you could either triple up. Or do the super drop, or you could just do the super drop and there's no triple up option at all. That's what I think. Because I think it's an option, not something that happens. You think it's something that I happens. I think in, in free, free fall, fall, the fifth and final question of free fall, because they ask five questions. In the first four questions, there'll be one yeah. uh, for seven. But the final question will be all seven yeah. slots have it. So you can see chaos yeah. of, oh my God, seven balls. Yeah, but I think. I think it's still the seven balls, but I think it's an option on, I think it's an option. I think it's like you could choose triple up or if you're really confident, you can do the super drop and have all seven slots filled and you can rack up a shitload. Because I think that's what the whole key of the show is. It's winning a shitload of money. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that is the key of the wall. Two seasons and now a third. But somehow, but somehow in the UK, it's a considerably less sum of money. There's no million dollars. There's none of that because it's on the BBC. But the show 
the game, the show, still works, even though you're only maybe getting a cap of maybe 200 Maybe it's kind of the same as the first round, 2,500 pounds. pounds in free fall, 25,000 round two, and then they double it to 50,000 round three. Yeah, yeah. And it's the show still completely works emotionally, game-wise. Kent I Ball think, himself uh, hosts think, it. <laughs> Kent Ball from Grand Theft Auto of Vice City. Hey, love. Yeah. Uh, you, you, if you saw the contract, that's $22,000. If you tore it up, you can yeah, the I think you could take that risk. What'd you talk yeah, about? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just love this show. I don't care what anybody and, else does. And that version, Angela Rippon is the uh, host. And, and Angela Angela Rippon, yes, is the voice of the wall. And it, like, it's so weird. So they made one version here. I think they have another one in Serbia. I think was the other for like where they flew people, and it's. So they film the UK version and they film the Australian version in Poland. Poland. In Warsaw, Poland. Polish. Poland. The Polish. Warsaw, Poland. Yes. And yes. it's just this we- it's interesting game show format point. And I mean, like, that. I think I kind of talked over you a lot about what would be the uh, the key points of the show. Yeah. I don't know. I I... I don't know. Like again, I don't get into semantics or mechanics of the shows. I just like watching you know, the shows. The the camera used. I think, the, like you said beforehand, I think they had an original vision in mind, and then they changed it up in po- pre production of season one. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is what I think. This is what I think. So, I think when they filmed it, they had a different way of editing and presenting the show on air. Um, that like the finished product was different from how they shot it because you'll see that when, and even though they continued some of that into season two, you'll see that Chris Hardwick will say, bumping the break, you're watching the wall on NBC, which is not something you would say unless you go right to break, especially on NBC. If it's you're watching the wall, which they said on the, U, on the Australian version, that works because that's just a bump to break. But you're watching the wall on NBC um, and then, like, it's weird that they did in season two where it's like, hey, it's Chris Hardwick. This is the wall. Um, and then they just go into a, into a, into a VT. Uh, I think from the way they filmed it was not the way they intended to present it. Yeah. Am I making any sense? The cut to commercial. I think a lot of the cinematography. There was a, what they did was they had originally a camera on top of the, the little wall Plinko machine thing. Yeah, and I've seen that. I've seen that they shot. They used it sparingly. They have used that a, shot. And when they show that shot, by the way, that's yeah. my favorite shot, and they don't use it. And that's why I sometimes get angry yeah. at this show. Because it's this great diagonal yeah. of when they put the ball. Because they have this like tray, like a bowling yeah, alley they tray. Do, but sometimes. The- but sometimes they'll just have a straight down shot and you'll see the money on the floor. I've seen that shot before where they just have it kind of straight down. Maybe at an angle a little bit, but it's straight down. And it's so. a shot of Hardwick and the contestant both looking up at the wall going, come on, come on to the million, go to the million. Yeah, and on the floor they have the the amount of money on the floor. It's just... Yeah, and you can see like their score currently one hundred forty three thousand five hundred forty one dollars. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. And what I like about, but the, also I, we should point this out too, is they have a big like bowling alley uh, shelf full of the balls when they drop them in. Oh, and they have a big tube yeah. tunnel. Yeah, exactly. No, that tube tunnel does not yeah. go to the wall. <laughs> no, no, uh, not at all. It's a stagehand with another ball at all times dropping them in. Yeah. But yeah. It's that, it's that feeling of like a bowling alley. I don't know if that's because of Hardwick's past in bowling yeah. or... That could be, though. That could very well be. Yeah, like that was a Hardwick call of the the bowling alley, you know, like come on, baby, cook, cook to the right. Yeah. Or was that a LeBron James call because of the shelf, the original shelf? Yeah, like it, it's kind of like, well, yeah, no, but it's kind of like like a basketball, like rack. a money ball, which by the way should have been the name of the show if they were no, going no, to no, like a basketball rack, you know. No, 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 like, you know, yeah, like so it's a little like when you have like a setup, like, also like, like the gym money gym. balls and when you see a three point shootout at the bas- uh, NBA games. Yeah, exactly. 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 Sorry. I didn't uh, know that term. Um, but yeah, they just have like a, like just like a gym rack and they put the balls on it. And I think that was a LeBron. Yeah, it could be something Somebody like that. tells you me know? though, that would the, the contract yeah. signing thing and the fact it's a contract was also LeBron James call. Because legal. it's a legal thing, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was at the time when he had to make that dis- He was trying to echo his call when he had to sign the contract to go to Miami Heat from Cleveland. And- yeah, but I I have a theory. I have a theory. Because they promote, like, in season one and two, they promote a top prize of $12 million, which is obviously impossible to get because the balls have to drop, excuse me, perfect, perfect drops into the biggest the- amounts. Into all the... Yeah, exactly. Oh, excuse me. But I think the reason why they do the green balls at the beginning of the round, the red balls at the beginning of the round, are purely for legal practices. Oh, to show it's uh, fairness. I don't think it... Not fairness, but it's like, it's also, I think it's a thing of like, they're trying to save their ass a little bit in terms of like, oh, we don't want them leaving with $8 million. So we got... Like one or two million, that's fine. But eight million dollars, so we have to have these red balls fall down so they can lose yes. some money. And also, that also adds some necessary final stakes in the game with the final four red balls. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. There obviously is reasons why they have it as part of the game too. But I also think like it's a balancing out of why they have to do it for a legal reason. Probably you're right on that one. And like, I like the four red balls part because. Yeah. But it's also kind of sucky because yeah. it's like you're told at the contract you could get $1.5 million or 50000 And mm. then it's like, yeah. oh, you knocked out the million. Yeah. Oh, you hit another million, you're out. Yeah. Which yeah. has happened. We have seen multiple millions get lost. Mm. And it is like, yeah. we're not kidding. Like We're talking yeah. like multiple million dollar potential wins. And we're like, no way. $3 million? Yeah. That can't be. They can go away $3 million bucks. All right, drop one red ball. Yeah. Boom, million. All right, drop the next red ball. We don't want to see a million yeah. again. Boom, million Mil- dollars. Okay, well, Mil- that's okay, million. though. I mean, like, yeah. you didn't come here for anything, and now you still have a million dollars. You can still walk out here millionaires. All right, drop it. Uh-oh, million dollars. Million. Yeah. Well, that was... But you still have one dollar well, left on the board. Well, you guys still dropped the fourth red ball, and it's 50000 Well, it's not the uh, million. It's one... Uh, yep. You yeah. still have no money, and... Uh, uh, but I... But... All of everything we said being said, I love this show. So then I have, uh, I mean, like, normally we do speed rounds, but because you're a returning champ, we have a big lightning round question. But uh, I want to know, like, uh, 
What's your thoughts on if the show should be rebooted, different hosts, what should be changed? Okay. Uh, do a season with, do air this final season with Cross Hardwick, let it rest. It's all, I know it's already been rested for over two, almost two years at this point, but let it rest, let people miss it. Then bring it back in like two, three to mm-hmm. five years, get a new host, maybe, I don't know who, I, I always thought, you know what? I this is why. This is why. So I wanted to look for wall memorabilia on eBay. There's like nothing of it. There's maybe like a poster or two. Um, and one of the poster listings for the wall accidentally labels the host as Dino Patrick Harris. I like him. I would do and that. I was thinking, and I was thinking, hmm, that would be a good idea. Get Neil Patrick Harris to host the wall. Um, let it rest. Redesign the wall. Even though I love this color scheme, I love the look of the wall. Like, redesign it and add, like... I thought that some of the twists in in um, in Season 3 would be, like, extra bells and whistles added to the wall. Like, like a thing where maybe, like... How do I describe it? Like, a bucket, like, a, like in certain pegs. In between certain pegs, there'd be, like, buckets that would move the balls in a different direction. Yeah, like a moving peg or a pinwheel, like a pinwheel formation, too. Yeah, 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 or like, yeah, stuff like that would move or move the balls, like, make it more... More pachinko-esque, in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, more, like, green design the wall, give it a different color scheme, uh, even though I love how it looks Lots of dark blue. I do love how it looks now. Blue, Blue, white, and black is what you get on the wall. Um, but yeah, give it a redesign... Add some bells and whistles to it. Maybe change up the format ever so slightly. Keep like the main stuff. Keep isolation. Keep keep the round format. Maybe add a maybe add a bonus round a in bonus there. Bonus round. They're already getting millions like, of dollars. No, not no, not a bonus round like at the end of the game, but like in between rounds. Okay, we're gonna give you a chance to add to your okay. guarantee. You get one question that you get to answer. Your person, your person behind the wall has no idea this is happening. You're going to get to answer one question and you're going to get to drop one ball from wherever you'd like. If you get it right, you add that money to your guarantee. If you get it wrong, you lose half of that money from your guarantee. Because we still want you to go away with some some guaranteed money. So if it falls in a million dollar slot, we don't want you to lose that money. But we'll leave. But yeah, do you so know what like I mean? Like a surprise attempt at a million dollars. Yes. Or, or maybe it happens after, after, uh, right before you do the third round, while you still have the two hundred fifty thousand. Okay, then that makes a lot more sense on the board. But something like that, like I think that'd be. A <laughs> You're cool actually taking wrinkle. some of my notes. Like, by the you way, have, is that I what mean, you have? I have a lot. I have an alternate format point, and then I have rule changes in the keep the original ball format. Yeah, but I like the idea of just a bonus round where the contestant from the wall gets to answer one question. And- I, I like that idea. I, I just came up with that. I literally just All came right. up with that. Uh, so here, here's Jordan's attempt at a reboot. <clears throat> uh, Neil Patrick Harris yeah, no, or I'm... or Will Whedon as the host. Yeah, but I think... I love Will. Don't get me wrong. Love Will. But that's too linear. I get where you're going at with this. Like, you, you, you go straight from Hardwick to his best yeah, friend, Will Yeah, that's Whedon. exactly where we're going at. Uh... But I think Neil Patrick Harris is like he's proven himself as a host that has nothing to do with Hardwick. Even though they 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 know each other, they they're friendly. Uh, but like 
you know, because oh, don't get me started. We're on not best getting. Time ever. We're not getting Craig Healy not, I, to host us. I'm sorry, Craig. Sorry, Craig. I'm a friend of the Craig, but is, is that one of your friends? Yeah, is Craig is saving the. Uh, he has a show called uh, Craig Saving the America. He, he fixes the, the America uh, on Voodoo, and it's a fun little show. Check it out. He Craig Saving the America. But the point. But I think uh, Neil Patrick Harris would be a good choice. I'm trying to think who else would be. I'd love Justin Timberlake. Like LeBron James. <laughs> get LeBron. He's an EP. He would do it. Get LeBron to host it. Yeah, he could do it's it. It's in LA. He lives here now. It's in LA. No, seriously. Um, who else would be good? Not Dax Shepard. Not that he wouldn't be good. But do you he's want like a dude bro Canadian just... guy like a Hardwick? No, I want who. Do you know who also would kind of be good? It's a hack answer, even though I love him. Ryan Seacrest. I think Seacrest would be good. He did a million second quiz. Would not be out of his yeah. league. Um, but but he's on him. He's on. He's pretty much. No, he also does Today Show right sometimes. So I thought like he's still on Today Show, isn't he? No, no, hasn't been in. Carson, Carson could, do could do it. Uh, um, who's another like NBC person that like who's like an NBC uh, person? The, you um, can get uh, Terry Crews. Oh. No, Terry Cusa. Oh, Terry Cusa is the biggest. How about Ted Danson from The so Good Place? They just ended that. <laughs> that. That would be funny. Uh, I don't. I want to go with Ted Danson, even though I was thinking that as like a funny thing. Um, Jimmy Fallon, no, even though he Jimmy Fallon is going to host a game show. He's going to host a game show for NBC. J- Jimmy Fallon's. Uh, that's my, that's my jam. Oh, that singing show. Remember when we had yeah, an announcement like almost like seven years, like months ago. What happened to that? Yeah, like, like, we, and, and well, no, he they announced he's going to host it like maybe like a month ago. They, they announced he's going to host it. They announced it in March last year, and then they announced a month ago slow, that he's going to host burn it. on this show. Uh, make this set brighter, yeah. colorful, rectangular, a rectangular wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I even, okay, so then, or maybe like trapezoid, trapezoid will work too. Oh man, that works. Uh, yeah, not as not as rounded. Just the like rules, okay, so then I made the new force point is uh, the it's four single double triple. So you're forced to play one ball, two ball, three ball on the first, second, third question. Yes. But the twist is now you get to see three categories yes. before you make your determinant of who go, what goes yes. first, second, third. And then once, yeah. just once per the entirety of the game, the person behind the wall can yeah. bounce back. And force the player on stage to answer the question. Yes, or or they or the person on stage can choose one question to bring the person from the wall behind the wall out to help them answer the question. Yes, because I want something where it is a help where there it's either I know this it's, but they don't, or they know it I don't. We need that. I need that connection. Yeah. yeah. Or like there could be like a deal or no deal phone. Type yeah, of thing. something like that is is in my alternate rule change. But keep everything like, the same. It's just you're just seeing three categories yeah. before single, double, triple. Uh, in my alternate format, by yeah. the way, in my entirely brand new, all new Jordan Haas presents the all new big ball wall. Um, it is played yeah. through five rounds a game. Five rounds. Yeah. In this time around, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be switching back and forth. One player will be on stage. One will always be behind yeah. the wall. Three questions per round. No doubles yeah. or triples. It's just one question, one bounce. Uh, so one player is on stage. Yeah. Player B will be behind the wall. 
$100,000 is the main slot in rounds one and two. Why round and two? Because as you can figure out in round two, switch the roles. Now you're behind the wall. Your partner's now on stage. You don't know the amounts quite yet, but before you switch, that's your first stop point, just like on the spin the wheel. So you can quit right now with what amount you thought so, you have, and then we switch. Yeah. So this is, do you know what this sounds like to me, which is a good idea? Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like if, if like ITV did the wall, like instead of the chase, like a yes. tea time show, like it just would be like the real quiz show. So you're version. getting 15 questions. You're guaranteeing 15 questions per game. Yeah. So there's no like yeah. crash and so burn. So this is a quiz show, not a, cause, cause the wall I consider a game show that has questions. Uh, this or as or as I categorize general game general and game quiz. and quiz, the, like uh, like the chase and like all those tea time shows on on British television, those are quiz shows. shows. Uh, and it's just tw- those are all questions. So rounds one and two is a hundred thousand dollars. Three and four, because you got to have another three and four, is for a quarter million dollars. Round five yeah. plays a little different because after that fourth and final round, that's the final stop point. If you do not hit the eject button yeah. in that round, round five is your fate. And in that round five, it's three attempts yeah. at one million dollars with both players on stage. Oh, that's so great. now yeah. they know they that's both really know good. how much money they had going into that final wall, and now we're playing for a million bucks. Yeah. So you're also saving money yeah. at this point because if you play it perfectly, blue, 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 three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, seven fifty, seven fifty, and in a final three million. That means you're playing for $5.1 million. And because yeah. it's $3 million in that final round, that is way more than the last four rounds completely, which makes it an even bigger make-or-break scenario. Yeah, and, and also, you forgot to mention in this version, you have either you have either a 30-foot or a 25-foot. Because yes. <laughs> you got to make sure this is a switch-out. You have to keep doing switches. And you have to make sure, like, they do not know yeah, if they push the button now or should we wait? Do I have faith in my partner in answering? Should I go? F- and the switches happen during the commercial break. Uh, yeah. This is, like, total, like, daytime, daytime syndicated Daytime syndicated, five like rounds time. of gameplay, three questions. We speed this up because I think that needs yeah. that pacing. It needs that fast pace. Question drop, question drop, <laughs> and, question drop. And the host... And the host is our studio hall. The core studio. <laughs> what is this? No, no, no. The, no. Si- the syndicated the deal. It's going to be our studio. Yeah, the syndicated deal that he did. Uh, he did a pilot for our syndicated deal, and then they just said, "Okay, we'll just bring back Howie." I, I bet our studio got pissed. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Who would do the syndicated? If like, I did like my ver- like this Alec five round version yeah. of like a quick. Yeah. I would probably say who would do probably who would be a weird. I had to be probably someone in the world of sport. I would say it would probably be a sports broadcast. Who would be? Oh, Rich, Rich Eisen. Eisen would be great. He that would be, would be so actually an ideal like a Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen. Because I can just imagine him yeah, going. Uh, Did you hit the stop point? We gave you a chance. Yes. You got thirty-two thousand five hundred dollars. Did you stop? No. Do you know what would also be kind of interesting? It would be kind of interesting. Adam. Savage. I would like that too, because there's a bit of momentum, yes. trajectory, science base. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit of math. Yeah, probability. And because odds, there's like no stuff. forced green balls or forced red balls going into this game, yeah, it's all yeah. about the questions. 
and it's still a yeah. confidence game. And there's only five slots. It's only five slots on the wall. And with the final three questions, you both get to decide for the million dollars. Well, I don't know. We'll go yeah. four. I want to go four. We'll go four. Man, like, I want to see this version now. You got me too hyped. Because I'm everyone has, like, that, that round four, that final time someone really leaves good. that wall. It's like, all right, you've played so yeah. far. You could have had, at this point, almost $2 million. Did you walk away? Okay, so... So if they so if they do stop, you just know if like they stop after round four yes. and they take what they have, you just know they're gonna do the deal thing where they play Correct. out the final round. Yes, they play out the final round. Well, let's see what here was your question happened. eleven. What movie? Uh, yeah. Which movie got the highest grossing in twenty nineteen? Man, I want to see this version of the wall so badly now. And then they just keep playing that out. I just want to see this syndicated. Or, or do you know what they could do? Take it off NBC. Like, arrest it after season three. Take it off NBC. Syndicate it. Tweak the format like we're kind of talking about. Maybe do this version because this version is great. Pitch it somewhere. Uh, but yeah, But of course, they it. can't tell their partner Maybe they hit the stop point at any point. Because it's an ejection button. Yeah. It's that one little button also, push before they leave. Yeah. But also, like, I'd love to see a half-hour version of The Wall. What would that look probably like? Probably, like, uh, three rounds. Uh, probably... Three rounds. I think they would probably make it so um, it is... There, it would probably be a quarter million in round there's three. There's, like, ten... There's, like, ten questions. Yeah, ten questions. And probably, you know, it'll probably be, uh, actually... They will drop the green ball, red ball scenario and just make it... Yeah. Actually, you know what they would do? They'll probably make it just... Uh, a free fall and then one of the rounds. No middle round. Yeah, free, yeah, free fall one of the rounds. Blue, and make it just three question balls. Take away the uh, the the beginning and end balls. And that, still, still have the contract. Still have the isolation. And then they'll just keep. Actually, I would say make it like five question balls if you're going to just do one round, but still keep it yeah. uh, the similar. Because if you're going to syndicate it, yeah. you're going to so play like two questions per per act. And it's a four act structure where you're going half hour long. Yeah, yeah. I love to see. I love to see all these versions. And of it's the wall. and it, it makes them stand out Vibrantly. away, so people just don't think, oh, this is just plinko. This is just this is just plinko. Yeah. This is just plinko. You know, this is a rip plinko. Yeah. This is a plinko rip off. This is a plinko rip off. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and to that. which I would argue, I'm if I could that. argue, I I'm known to argue. What's yeah. wrong with plinko? I thought everyone that's everyone's favorite pricing game on the Price is Right anyway. Yeah, why why doesn't anybody want to see a big big money version of Plinko? They tried a whole episode of Prices Right with Plinko. Yeah, they did, and it, it like did, failed. It was didn't boring, it? but this version at least they make it interesting by showing the stakes. Yeah, yeah, and when I'm watching the wall, I'm not thinking about Plinko. You're 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 playing the questions. You're playing along, by the way. You these questions they are drowned out. To, it's like a minute long. You can read it, see the four possible answers, and go. Yeah. I think that's B. I think that's C. Yeah, but like I'm not even thinking about Plinko. Like when I watch Plinko on Price is Right, and when I watch The Wall, I'm watching two very different shows, two very different games. And I think I've improved The Wall. So, I've made a. You haven't improved it. You made you made some very cool ideas, but I don't I, say improved. As they say, that's The Wall was me, built to change lives. Was. And it changed. Georgia. All right. So now. we have a final question then, Brandon. 
All right. Go this ahead. is the final question. This is only for you, and then you get to do any plugs you wish. <clears throat> Would you take a guaranteed contract of $50,000 plus 20000 per correct answer or whatever was behind the wall? In the time that I'm living right now, I do not want to take a risk and leave with zero on the wall, even if there was a million or so dollars. I would probably, if I'm confident in my question choices, I would take the guarantee. If I'm not confident in all my question choices, I would go with the wall. That's, you, you actually play the most sensible answer to that question. Uh, and that's actually what I would have said, yeah. too. So you, you, you doubled down correctly, Brandon. Congratulations, you've won. You can plug yeah. as many things as you'd like. I don't have anything to plug. I know. It's crazy. Your um, Twitter. Uh... What I will say is, um, oh, excuse me. I'm not plugging anything after that. Uh, I will say I encourage everybody to watch The Wall season three. So even if there's no season four on NBC, we can build some momentum to get some version of The Wall still on the air because I think it's a great show. Um, so watch The Wall. So it gets some good numbers. So even if NBC doesn't pick it up, the production company, uh, Glassman Media, Spring Hill, can take it somewhere else. Maybe syndicate it, do something. Maybe sell it to Peacock. <laughs> sell it to Peacock. Where I thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to go on Peacock. Um, uh, hey, but... it's, we need our syndicated. We need our streaming service, right? Yeah, but I, I want to see a good... And I'm not saying Awake was terrible, but I want a good streaming original game show. I'd love to see that. Works for me. Just a good original streaming game show. Half hour, hour, I don't care. Awake was fine. It was fine. You want to go with this, how we want to end this? We want to talk about Awake for a bit? Because I, I thought Awake was okay. I did like the end of the the uh, sticker twist of, you won. You were in this range. Do you want to risk it if you're even closer in the range? Yeah. I Again, I've only seen the first episode. I it's all, it, it basically meant to win a game. the other ones. Yeah, it's been to win a game. Yeah. And then uh, I, I still think the best one's The Circle. So actually, plug The Circle. Folks, watch The Circle, Netflix. Yeah, watch Circle on Netflix. So Message, watch The Circle on Netflix. Heart emoji, heart emoji, winky face emoji, uh, tongue out emoji, and yeah. send. Yes, did love The Circle. Um, and get Don't and Generation Gap on the air already. Hurry up, ABC. Uh, Brandon, thanks yeah. again for stopping by. Hey, thank you for having me back a year later. I appreciate it. I hope to do this sooner rather than later. Again, Fine, we'll see. and even though if we'll you, see you get another like, even though you year. don't think it's a, yeah, no, uh, even though you don't think it's a game show, I want to try to take away. I know you don't think it's a game show. I think it's more of a game show than a uh, true variety show. I, it's the, it's the, well, it's a variety, it's a variety show. show, but the when the ads at the end is a game show. That is a game show, but even though it is a variety show, like. I don't think by American standards, it's a variety show. I think it's more of a game show compared for American standards. Sounds to me like you're having the best time ever. Don't get... Can I say my one sure. about best time ever? So I I knew best time ever was doomed to fail. And I wanted this to work so bad because I love Saturday Night Takeaway. I wanted this to work so badly. Best time ever is the American version with Mia Patrick Harris. But I knew it was doomed to fail. When first when they said okay, 
now it's time to get lucky. And that was Windy Ads. And they didn't actually do it as Windy Ads. They did it called Get Lucky. But they got to play that hit song, Get Lucky. Yeah, it was. Yeah, which I thought was a good background for the uh, for the uh, prize prize uh, yeah. VT as opposed to the takeaway theme song. I thought that was a pretty good replacement. Um, but I knew it was doomed to fail when they brought up the contestant. He Neil read her all the rules, and she said, "Is there a consolation prize?" Uh. Literal face palm. I knew that show was doomed to fail when the contestant asked. Is there a consolation? Oh my god! And and in the UK there is a consolation prize. Do you know what the consolation prize is? Ben? What's the consolation prize? It's a roll of toilet paper with the Saturday Night Takeaway logo. Well, then maybe they should have had toilet paper with the best time ever with Neil Patrick Harris. I want to say they did. I can't remember. A nice fitting way to end the world of Neil Patrick Harris, and I guess the career of Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Maybe he's been on uh, Lights Out though. He's been on Lights Out a few times. So, Jordan, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me again. Hopefully, next time we maybe do another show. Thanks again to Brandon for stopping by. Uh, we recorded that, of course, before the wall premiered. Uh, <laughs> Uh, since then, uh, Brandon created a brand new podcast, and I don't think he made an announcement yet, but I'm going to promote it right now here. It is called the Justin Timbercast, all about Justin Timberlake. Uh, you can check it out at anchor.fm slash the Justin Timbercast. That's T-H-E hyphen Justin hyphen Timbercast, which means I'll eventually be on all podcast networks as well uh please check it out i know brain's a big fan of justin timberlake uh talked about it non-stop when we talked about spin the wheel so lots of fun there uh can't wait to check it out recommend it to you folks as well uh anyway so while we were uh trying to figure out what is the super drop uh here is what the super drop is in round two that is the first of the answer the question rounds post the uh, the free fall round two instead of doing two drops in two numbers the super drop is all seven in the start and then all seven at the end uh, so it kind of gave it some sort of more uh, interesting appeal to it that I kind of like instead of wasting the time dropping two balls, they just go straight to super drop and go straight to the questions. And I think that makes the game a little faster while also adding an even bigger uh, luck to the game. Uh, super drop is very fun. When you see all seven drops, they put one in each of the seven slots and then they just go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like one after the other after the other. Not in unison, which is good. Uh... And it kind of is a fun kind of new twist to the game that I kind of enjoy. Uh, this, of course, is still in the middle of the, uh, I would say, a limbo. Uh, the wall has not been confirmed for a season four for obvious reasons. But uh, so far, it's just been stuck on, on Saturdays at, at like seven o'clock. Still in that burn off mode. Uh, but because of this quarantine mess, maybe they might reschedule to put it on a prime time. Who knows? Because the way NBC handles their shows, 
it's going to be up in the air. Um, but for right now, it is in that 7 p.m. I call it the the blackout period because not a lot of people are really at home on Saturdays, especially in that primetime spot, which is normally set for like sports events. But because all sports is gone for the time being, eh, it's there. Um, but yeah, revisiting the wall, it's actually not that bad of a show. And watching season three, I had a lot of fun seeing these million dollar wins. And it's like, wow, I forgot. That's what makes the show so cool. They just throw a lot of money at these deserving people. And that, that's the emotional part. It's just that weird contract ceremony that's always kind of questionable to me. But um, without a doubt, all they have to do is just probably like, if they want Hardwick, maybe. But they could bring the show back. Uh other than that, uh, let's see here. The only other notes I had for the show is that the wall had a board game planned uh, for release for Christmas of last year, and it never saw the light of day. Don't know why. Uh, and there was rumor of a video game coming. Uh, I don't know if it was like a phone app or Nintendo Switch or, or a PC but there was rumor for a wall game, um, and I think that kind of also fell into fruition as well. It would not surprise me if that was like one of the last of like the Wii U titles before Nintendo Switch uh, took part. But oh well, uh, you know the wall is a lot of fun. But hey, you know we have exciting uh, stuff. Now let's continue our 110-part series exploring every pricing game from The Price is Right. This is The Pricing Game Spotlight. Side by side. Premiere date, May 10th, 1994, 9202D. Finale date, Bob Barker, May 17th, 2007, 3994K. Premiere date, Carriera, December 17th, 2007, 4161K. Side by side is a pricing game that's always played for prices that are between $1,011 and $9,998. Gameplay. Two pairs of digits are stacked on top of each other, with the top ones being moved to one side or the other, and the contestant, all they have to do to win the prize is decide which of those numbers it belongs. For instance, if the numbers were 12 and 34, correct price will be either 1,234 or 3,412. A correct decision, you win the prize. Very similar concept to things like Flip Flop or Coming or Going, and it's fundamentally identical to the pricing game Double Prices. That's right. This is one of those classic prices right AB games I just couldn't wait to talk about cuz as you know I'm a big fan of AB games cuz they're quick to understand, quick to play, easy to figure out and because this is side by side it's a fun little puzzle game based on where you think two digits go. History when the game was first played May 10th 1994 9202D it received its very first win that day. March 6, 2013 contestant named John won 20,000 bonus in first person stage during PCH week. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, May 12, 2016, game started being played in front of the turntable on most occasions when it was played for a trip, with the trip displayed on the video wall to the left of the turntable. 
on January 6, 2017, contestant named Douglas won $20,000 with PCH Week. January 19, 2017, giant price tag. Uh, when it was for a set of kitchen appliances, Drew and contestant David should uh, at the turntable for whatever reason right before the price was displayed. Uh, stood, not should. Uh, Summer Beach Party Special in June 20, 2017, side by side, was name named, was renamed Slide by Slide. Jeremy Levin, $20,000 bonus because of PCH week. Okay. Uh, September 24, figured out of order. The game had new look. So this is, mark the calendar. So this is the first design. Uh, the new design, September 24, 2019. Game had new look with the name on top and blocks receiving the new color scheme. Unlike the old set, the word sorry does not show up when the game is lost. Trivia. The first number in the thousands column can start with any number but a zero. However, there can be a zero as the third number in the price. With this in mind, it's possible to lose a price whose third number is a zero. The most number of times this game was played any season was 28. Uh, Mexico's Antinel El Precio. The game was called Para Un Lado o Para El Otro. Translated on one side or the other. Using the exact same rules as American version. Replicated version on the American set. In the UK, a previous game called Side by Side was featured in the original one with Leslie Crowther and the 1989 revival with Bob Warman. This game was unrelated to the current American version and it was played for two prizes with the game board using a series of five prizes and a slider similar to Make Your Move representing the two prizes, which made up the set's name on the left side of the board and started the game. It hasn't consigned the other two prices they believe are the prices of the two prices in a similar manner to bump. The prices are revealed on the slider, and the contestant gets it right. The contestant wins the prices. On Bruce's prices right, the current American version of Side by Side was featured with identical rules, both a much larger and colorful set. The current American version was also featured in Joe Pasquale version with a similar set from the previous version, but with different colors. Okay. Now can I actually, like, explain, like... The original one looked like it had bathroom tile. It had the double air bath tile thing with like blue with black, and then as you as it's ear to your left or to your right, uh, if you were right, it lights up and you win. If it's wrong, it says sorry. Uh, and that used to be what it used to look like. In the new version, it has like a almost like a nineteen fifties uh, look to it. They have an asterisk. It says side by side on it. Uh, and then there's the sliding tiles and it, like the family guy font almost <laughs> for the values. Now, uh, there's no more sorries though. You just get the burr, boop, 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 wah, but, uh, it's still played for four digit items and it's still such a classic, uh, AB game that I like it when it's played because what you see time and time again with this, sh- with this game is contestants hold on to it, and then they push it to the left so they can get an audience reaction of, yeah, woo, or to the right, hey, no, yeah, and then that's how they gauge the audience. And then you have your dramatic reveal. It's played real quick, and that's why this game works so well. I love the new look of it. It gives it a more modern 1950s kind of look. I know I say modern 1950s, but it's like it's newer, and I enjoy that. It doesn't look like something straight out of Double Dare. Um, that, that's why I enjoy it so much. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I like side by slide, uh, side by slide, side by side, not slide by slide, uh, side by side. And next time on pricing game spotlight, we're going to make your mark or Barker's markers.
Normally, this is the part of the show where I'd be doing like a little mini review of a new game show. But uh, as you've figured, there's not a lot of new shows out uh, right now. Uh, I've been watching The 100, which is kind of like brain games, but with 100 people. It's kind of a fascinating thing. I've also been watching, of course, a Schlag then Star, uh, which was in my game show top five. They had a new uh, episode special uh, uh, last week, and they had no audience for the special. And I thought that was kind of fascinating. And what they did was they put like cardboard cutouts of celebrities, and they just stuck them in some of the seats. And I thought that was pretty nifty. And as for the supporters, because, you know, these shows bring in their supporters, they just had a laptop attached with Skype open for, for their, like, friends and family. And I thought that was very novel and cute. I kind of like that. Uh, and it was a fun little show, and I enjoyed it. And I still recommend watching it. But, uh, you know, we are still in the quarantine. And uh, I, I had this thought process here. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of game shows and I did ask, hey, if you have any questions, let me know. And, well, of course, no one sends me questions. Uh, but there is something in mind here. Uh, say you, you want to watch a game show right now. Imagine you are in quarantine and you need to see a game show. You want to watch some of these game shows that have been making the rounds. Uh, where are they? Well, uh, so, some are tough and some aren't even there. Uh, for instance, uh, let me go through all the game shows I can think of off the top of my head, and this will fill in the segment. First off, I recommend uh, CBS All Access. I know I've, I'm repeating myself. I feel like I'm saying this like every week. CBS All Access should be your friend if you will love game shows because the price is right in Let's Make a Deal. Two of the best game shows around are available anytime through CBS All Access. So... And I'm just going to tell you right now, if you need something to distract yourself right now from the harsh reality of, I don't know, pol pol politicians making you feel like the end of the world's approaching, uh, or, I don't know, just a, a gloom reality that we are all doomed and the economy is screwing us all over, and it doesn't matter if you win or lose, as long as the stock market is up, that's all that matters. So if you're dead, oh well. As long as we can, you know, distract ourselves, uh, and you need a distraction. And I know you already have some. Maybe you're baking bread right now. Maybe you're uh, trying your best to do some of the home tasking tasks that Alex Horn is doing on Twitter at uh, Alex Horn or at Taskmaster. Uh, you can see some of these Taskmaster tasks and even do some at home. Uh, so if you love Taskmaster, that can be a thing. But CBS All Access is your friend. There is Let's Make a Deal and the Price is Right, two of the best shows to distract yourself from because it's just a happy, easygoing, laid-back show. You really, I'm just telling you right now, you really just need to see that instead. Like, make Spend your two hours instead of watching like MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or whatever the fuck you're watching to make you have a paranoia of the outside world. Watch The Price is Right instead. Uh, watch Wayne Brady and Jonathan Mangum. It's a much easier uh, hour and a half. Uh, also, Survivor is still there. Uh, the Big Brother, The Amazing Race archive is there, and I love The Amazing Race. So my recommendation, if you just need some getaway, is watch The Amazing Race right now. Like, look at seasons like one, two, three, four, five, like early seasons of The Amazing Race all the way up to now and see where we have gone 
as a society in a post 9-11 world like that is what we need to see um it's it's such a fun little show uh so besides cbs all access for let's make a deal and the price is right uh you can't watch a uh, wheel of fortune or jeopardy or even family feud in new episodes uh that's because syndication rights for these shows uh it's rough i don't know how they handle it so this is one of those you'll need to have a sling or some sort of cable box that gets you local channels check your local listings for dates and times if you really want to watch uh jeopardy wheel of fortune family feud uh i'm guessing uh funny you should ask is still around 25 words or less is still around those shows you can't watch really live. I'm sure you can watch it through like in various means like YouTube or ask a friend to tape the show and send it to you. Otherwise, you need a sling box. Um, but if you want to watch some Jeopardy archives, uh, some are available on Hulu. Some are available through uh, Netflix. So if you want to see some tournament champions, uh, go, go ahead and watch those on, on Netflix or Hulu. Uh, I'm surprised it's not on Crackle. Uh, so that is as far as active game shows, as far as I know. I know Netflix has new shows like The Circle, and you can watch Great British Bake Off on Netflix if you want to watch a nice, lighthearted show, because I recommend that. I actually, if you're going to feel like paranoid, watch an easygoing game show. Watch a Great British Bake Off. Watch a Forging with Fire. Something to get your mind off it that's more of a hobby than necessarily a conflict-driven game show. Uh, now, Pluto TV has Buzzer, so you can watch Buzzer shows, which is archived versions of Fremont Library, so Card Sharks, uh, you can watch uh, Strike It uh, Rich, uh, you can watch them to tell the truth. I think What's My Line's on there. Uh classic concentrations there a lot of shows that we've talked about already on this uh podcast has already been discussed uh is on pluto tv's buzzer channel recommend watching that it's lots of fun it's a default for me if i have nothing else to watch pluto i'm fine match game is on i'll take it charles nelson riley how, how can things go wrong um if you want to watch more modern game shows hulu has the abc.com so if you have abc.com or hulu i think you're able to watch some of the summer fun and games that have already aired last summer so the premiere of card sharks with joel McHale is still up the premiere of elizabeth banks press your luck is still up both of those shows fantastic give them a watch uh the alec baldwin uh, match game is there I think Anthony Anderson to tell the truth is there. Celebrity Family Feud is still there with Steve Harvey. Uh, there are different shows you can watch. I think there's an archive of old Fear Factor on Hulu for that. Uh, I don't know if Top Chef is still there, but Top Chef used to be on there. Um, I've been watching a bit of Top Chef lately, so <laughs> that's on my mind as well. Uh, th- 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 there's a lot of different game shows out there. Um, as far as NBC.com, I think NBC.com game shows like Ellen's Game of Games is also on Hulu. I'm sure you don't need a subscription to watch it on NBC.com. So if you want to watch Ellen's Game of Games right now, you can. Uh, still no word yet on Small Fortune. Uh, Fox, which originally was going to do uh, Mental Samurai right now, not available. 
get a free one hour preview through Fox. I believe it's also available through Hulu as well. So you can go see Lego Masters in the Mask Singer, two good reality shows going on right now. Give those a watch. I recommend that as well. Uh, next, Amazon Prime Video has an archive of a lot of free Montel shows. So Supermarket Sweep is up there. Card Sharks is up there. Uh, Match Game is up there. So if you want to watch uh, modern game shows, uh, you can do that right now if you have a Prime membership. So I recommend if you are an Amazon Prime member, and most likely because of this need for two-day delivery and because online shopping is now our only form of retail, more likely you have now subscribed to Amazon Prime. So, well, you probably should check out some game shows through Amazon. They're free with your Prime membership. Use it. Why not? It's there for you. And Let's see. We got through that. Uh, the Wall is on NBC.com, so you can watch The Wall uh, through NBC.com, which was today's episode. You can, let's see, we already got through NBC. We already got through ABC. ABC is going to do a new millionaire. I'm sure that'll be on ABC.com and also Hulu. Uh, Fox, we already got through those two. I think that's about it. That's that's about it in terms of game shows. You can't watch Game Show Network game shows uh, through, like, any of these social media apps. You can't do it through Netflix or who. There are some, like, GSN archives, like... Uh, uh, Emogenius, and I think the chase might still be around. I need to double check that, but the chase might still be around. But new shows like Get a Clue or Masterminds, uh, Common Knowledge, and they're not really up. And uh, I like these shows, but you can watch like a few of those episodes through YouTube on their official channel. But there isn't a real way, even on the Game Show Network website, to watch these shows in full length. Uh, which I find very disappointing. Um, I'm sure there is going to be some sort of on-demand service soon for Game Show Network. There's nothing confirmed. I'm not. I don't know anything, but I'm sure Game Show Network is thinking of something like that real soon. Rather, it's partnering up with a Pluto service, like what they do with Buzzer, or something with. Uh, with, with, with where they're going to put it on a lower-end channel. So if you have a Sling, for instance, if you are a Sling member, it'll be through Sling. Uh, otherwise, right now, the only way to watch shows on demand is with a cable subscription. And, well, I don't know if you have one or not. And to me, say, get a cable satellite subscription, I know you probably can't afford $300 in cable bills. So... I'm thinking of the $20 a month, $15 a month, $10 a month, $8 a month uh, game shows that are available. Disney Plus is having game shows coming soon, but nothing yet. Uh, there's a new, brand new Quizney, a Quest. None of those are out yet because they haven't filmed them yet. Quibi is going to be slated next month. Uh, a lot of their shows have already been in development, have now been frozen because of COVID-19. But I think they're still casting for Legends and all that. But uh, I think Dish Mantle's the only game show that they've already filmed. So, uh, wait for that, I guess. Um, other than that, there's really nothing else. If you really want to watch Awake, you can on Netflix. But that's not really new. 
Uh, same with Flinch. Uh, but that, that, that's all I can think about is like, what is the shows to watch post quarantine? Uh, a lot of the new shows you really can't. So, in conclusion, I guess Netflix, and I'm putting that in quote like question marks. I guess Netflix, Hulu. If you haven't seen the summer fun and game shows, or you really want to revisit them, or maybe you packaged it with the Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, because I know you, you're very smart. You packaged it with ESPN Plus because you love those 30 for 30s. I know you, you love 30 for 30. You love those documentaries. Uh, That's what I did. (laughs) I I wish ESPN Plus had some marble racing. That's all, like all of those ESPN Ocho shows now, because I know we would be like just having fun. Uh, and uh, definitely CBS All Access. I know they're Star Trek Picard, so if you're a Trekkie, you're already watching Picard. Maybe dip out once in a while to watch uh, Let's Make a Deal in The Price is Right. Trust me right now. At this time, maybe watch The Price is Right and Let's Make a Deal more than ever to help your psyche out. Uh, and that's all I can recommend for this episode. And that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, it's another weird episode. I, I am well aware of that. But we have a lot of fun. I hope you all stay safe because of COVID-19. Stay inside. Stay home. Maybe watch a game show. Preferably watch a game show. This is a game show podcast. What would we not be if we told you, you know, if you're going to stay home, not watch a game show. Watch a damn game show. They're like 22 minutes long, sometimes an hour who cares? Have fun watching it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on Apple Podcasts. Do the whole rating, comments, whatever thing that people say you should do. Uh, let me know what game shows you want me to talk about for future episodes. Uh, let me know on Twitter at Jordha, J-O-R-D-H-A. And uh, we'll see you next week when we'll be talking about another great game show, I suppose. Until then, thank you for taking this journey with us today. We had a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, big smooch. Mwah!